Hey everybody, before this week's episode, I just wanted to let you guys know I have a new podcast out called Tonkatsu Boys Super Time Show. It's a beautiful anime podcast with my friend Jared. It's a weekly podcast that's already out on iTunes, Spotify, and whatever you listen your podcasts on. Give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it. It's very funny. Um, yeah, enjoy the show. Look, we told you we we're going to have Richard on the podcast to talk about the Game Awards. And look, we brought him He's here. Return, we got him. We made return. a return. This is episode 92 of the On the Level podcast with Jordan Eric alongside Mr. Richard Wilcox. Yay. Give him a round of applause, folks. Woo-hoo. Bring him on. Bring him on out. Bring him oh, out. Thank you. Bring him thank out. you. Doing the little uh, two hands back and forth. Bring him out. Bring him out. Yeah. You're the most, uh, you're our Richard. most reoccurring guest, I think. I, you know, I yeah. appreciate that. I, I'm in good company. I'm sure you guys have had if, tons of good guests. If all of, if all of Colton's episodes ever came out and were non-affected by a uh, weird editing, editing glitches issues. or bugs, yeah, yeah he would definitely <laughs> be number one. But Richard, we have never, ca- we have not scrapped an episode you've been in yet. So not you are a lucky little diamond in the, pe- in the uh, diamond in the rough. Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys having me on. Every time I come on, I always have a great nah. time, and it's uh, it's always fun talking to you boys. Um, where do we be? This is the Game Awards episode. We rung Richard to talk about the Game Awards, but there's so much. There's two things I really want. There's a lot of stuff going on in the gaming world, but yeah, please bring up the host, bro. Host this show. (laughs) Yeah, whatever order you want to go. I'll start. I'll start with. Uh, I guess the Cyberpunk is coming out on Thursday. Woof. We everybody knows this, but. It seems like everybody wants to tear this game down. <laughs> Every games media outlet is is not. I'm not saying that they're doing this on purpose. I'm just like there's there's some stuff that I was seeing that no one else has been reporting, but like people are trying to make it a big thing. But it is a big thing. I don't I don't even know where to begin. But Cyberpunk is going through like every other day. They're in a different controversy. Today it's the seizures. Yesterday it was the trans issues. The day the day before that was the reviewers coming out with their reviews, but only having B roll footage of like the E three showcase the or PC whatever version that they couldn't show so, gameplay not, of. Yeah, they just had to show the B roll of like stuff we've seen in trailers. Like it's been a blow after blow after blow. I don't think it's gonna affect any sales because we're just so close to launch, and I don't think most people even care what GameSpot has GameSpot has to say about what's happening at or their their cyberpunk review. Yeah, I definitely which, uh, I, I, I'm I'm gonna get the game regardless of the reviews. I've poked my head around yeah. them and I've gotten a feel, but um, I'm gonna get it regardless no matter what the reviews are and says. Uh, I guess we could start with the reviews one. Uh, all the reviews came out uh, pretty much uh, some ten, some nine, some eights. The lowest I saw was sevens. Or just one, at least two, maybe two sevens. Three out of five from at uh, Games Beat. So I guess that translates to a three out of five. Yeah, 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 sure. Not bad. Uh, and like we said, for some reason, I I get, I understand why Cyberpunk is doing this because they don't want anybody to see the game because all these different players had different experiences, so all their 
all their quote-unquote game footage would all look so different, and you can probably piece together the story if all the different paths if you watch them all. I guess is their argument, but uh, I honestly don't care about video game reviews. Um, uh, it's it's a waste of time if you ask me. A waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm honestly kind of as I get older, I'm I, like I get when I was younger, like you know I had limited income and yeah, I, I yeah, for sure. I understand. Before before Twitter, before like uh, this mass social media stuff, I totally understand why review sites were a thing. But there's like there's four like every if you wanted it like i i I just i honestly just hate the thought of i I think i just hate people who get the game early to review it and then they post the reviews and it's them reviewing it is like it doesn't add to anything uh, to the game it it can only take i don't know i just find the whole review i get what you're saying i feel what you're saying it's hard to express it but i feel you yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, with any medium that is considered art, I think criticism <clears throat> is important. But uh, I do agree that reviews as they are now are pretty flawed. I think the number especially, I think really we need to start moving away yeah. from putting numbers on reviews. I just don't think it matters. I think really what matters is like I'm, I'm down with criticism. I'm down with someone taking something that I'm yeah, looking me too. forward to no or problem. that I've played and, you know, them breaking it apart and maybe even approaching it a different way than I would. But I think when we get into, especially where games criticism comes in, um, and especially I think Cyberpunk's a good example, uh, we start looking at things through a, a different lens of criticism where they're not movie critics or book credits. They're kind of criticizing the the culture the game was built around. And I, I haven't played Cyberpunk, so I don't know Same. how. And none of us have. Exactly. So I don't know how you know they deal with the trans issues and the epilepsy stuff sounds terrible. Like That sounds like it needs to get fixed. But Definitely. at the end of the day, that this is like a Polish company um, that is they have very different cultures around it's, yeah what they're it's building this game around and i think to pretend that you know our the reviewer at vice has the same worldview as yeah the it's developed the game in poland or the yeah. woman it's just i think that's unfair and i think that should not, be taken into consideration when reviewing a piece of art yeah i'm like i well saw said. this I, I i saw this like one negative review said that the politics in the game didn't go far enough. Like they should have, it was like, they're trying to be like, uh, it was a very leftist game reviewer, which is fine. No problem there. But, <laughs> and they're, they're like saying that, That's uh, most, by the way, like the game, the game is like, it doesn't go far enough with their, uh, anti, uh, capitalism views. It didn't go far enough. I'm like, why are you putting your politics on this game? It's like, why are you putting your politics in like on it? Like, you can't like fault the game because it didn't like it adhere feels, to it, your yeah, po- political on that view. Note, like, Eric, it feels a lot like an exaggerated version of what they did with Far Cry Five, right? Yeah, I would say it's like yeah, I would uh, I would say it's a little bit more because there's more they, to like Far Cry Five because they do have stuff like trying to have a racial representation and sex and gender and all that. So yeah, it opens up but the it's door. like it's not good enough. It's not good enough. It's not good yeah. enough. Like I felt like Far Cry. Uh, Far Cry 5 was more the example of like, oh, they're just making fun of right wing politics. Like, ha ha ha. I guess like they, they, that's how like games media interpreted that. And I, like again, like Ubisoft has said time and time again, like, and it's also bullshit that they say this after making like two games and like uh, two games that obviously had political like what, uh, Far Cry 5 and 6. 
Far, Far Cry 5 and 3. Oh, like, no, I'm sorry. Far Cry 5 and 4. Because 4 was about like the Tibetan living, like a Tibetan tribe, and they're being oppressed by this militaristic oh, yeah, force, which was, which was right. China. Like, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. And then this game set in Montana about a right wing cult. Like, obviously, there was a political. Like you're like you're seeing some sort of like yeah, getting it, some political inspiration it was for this. Fiction. It was definitely fiction going off of like yeah. an exaggerated version of what we see in the real world. But um, yeah, the cyberpunk the cyberpunk thing is crazy. I think what Richard said was spot on as far as like it's a Polish company and like we weren't observing CD Projekt Red this closely when they were developing The Witcher no, one, yeah. two, or three. It yeah. wasn't until three that you know we got this. They started getting this much attention and like. I don't know, um, with Rockstar, like, when they're developing GTA, when they're developing all their other franchises, they're kind of like, you know, every now and then stuff gets out, but we don't, I don't know, we don't do that with GTA. Well, they had, they they did have, like, they are going to do that for GTA 6, whatever six, that yes. is. For 6, yes, but. It's going to have, they kind of had it with 5, remember the whole torture scene? Like, people docked the game for that whole torture scene, like, oh, saying yeah. it went too far, oh, yeah. remember, I that? remember that? that was so I do stupid. remember that. Was that torture scene, honestly, and. Like in the grand scheme, of it was things, awesome. Like, point, yeah, it was, like, it was an awesome scene. We've seen now too. Like it's really not even that egregious. No, like, it's dude, not, it's, dude, not, we, it's <laughs> we gotta remember no Russian so like in two thousand nine, right? No, that was a. Uh... Modern Warfare Two or was yeah. it 2010? Yeah. Modern Warfare Two, dude. Yeah. Ima- like, imagine if no rush. Like, if Call of Duty made War or uh, 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 Modern Warfare Two, like a, a new one, and they had the no, like they had no Russian. No one's ever seen no Russian before. Like, they would, <laughs> it would be total outrage. People would be like pro- protesting this game. Well, like, I mean, the, like they would have to they take it. Yeah. Modern Warfare Two remastered. Um, oh yeah. Was, again, like there was this huge outcry over like, oh, well, are they going to remove no Russian? And it's like they said no. Like, why would we remove no Russian? We're just going to keep the option that was back in the game in 2008 when it came out. Do you want to skip it? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, yeah. like, what else do you people want? Like, let just let people tell stories. And if you want to criticize the stories they tell, fine. I'm all for it. Like, let's do it. Let's yeah. talk about it. Let's chop it up. But to sit here and say that like uh, something shouldn't exist because I don't like it is so like near like it's so tunnel vision. It just uh, it 100%. hurts the whole medium. It hurts everyone. Even if like there are plenty of games out there that I don't agree with that I didn't like that I but I, they have a right to exist. Like I I don't think yeah, I mean, that it's, ahead, it does us any good to um sit here and say pieces like that that thing shouldn't have existed when you know even if it existed and it was a mistake and they learned from it like that's still important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody knows uh, notoriously how much I hate Fortnite, and I, I not so much what Fortnite is today, because it's honestly its own. It's like a different entity. But like, I don't like Fortnite, and I've never gotten on the bandwagon. But like, I would ham it up on Twitter and be like, "Fuck Fortnite," just for shits and giggles. But um, I understand why it's popular. I get why people like it. You know, it's just not for me. Whatever. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna write a fucking forty yeah. page review on why I hate Fortnite <laughs> exactly, and all this. Exactly. You know, that, the Astro World event thing. was cool. The 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 what was the most recent one with uh, Galactus was cool like I, you know shout out to that it's not really Fortnite anymore it's like something it's else a but platform. It's, it's yeah it's a marketing, marketing it's it's a marketing platform with what Fortnite's gameplay was I guess with the building and shit right they yeah. still have the building and, I mean honestly like as someone because I have kind of hopped back in with the new Mandalorian season because I'm a show like that. yeah um, yeah no, no, no and, I get you no, no, no. I mean, like, straight up. Like, I, I don't like... I mean, I like Fortnite. I have a lot of nostalgic connection to Fortnite because when I was in college, I played it a ton with friends back home. But, like, I don't play Fortnite, like, at all really anymore except for, like, when a new season comes out and I'll try it out. But now, even when playing it, it it's a completely different game than when I played it back in college and it was, like, just a battle royale with building. Now it's, right. like, there's NPCs everywhere. You can do bounties. Um, There's bots that you can fight. So you'd, like, 
you can it's feel like destiny like now you're doing good. like an mmo almost exactly without even competing in this battle royale that exists is it which... still free to play uh yes yeah, yeah it's totally free to play i think save the world's even free to play now um to an extent wait so, what's the difference between save the i don't know i actually don't save know the, the world is like what fortnite was originally the so battle royale f- mode and all that uh so fortnite launched in 2016 2017 um but at the, i mean it, it was announced like 10 years before that it was announced when the 360 was yeah. still out and um like cliffy b announced fortnite <laughs> yeah i remember uh, rob ferguson when after he left um after he left uh, making Gears 3, I think, he said he wanted to pull the plug on Fortnite. And I was like, damn it, Rod Ferguson, you should have did it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, And when it originally came out, it was just a PvE base building wave defense game where it had missions. It had like a semi-open world areas and you do missions and you build bases and defend against waves of these zombies. Right, um, right. But the game totally flopped. It came out. I was really excited for it. I actually really enjoyed it. I played it uh, when it first came out. I got like the really expensive bundle that gave me three copies so I could give it to friends. So like I had people to play with and it it was actually a really, really good game, but no one played it. So, um, PUBG comes out. PUBG is this huge thing. That's kind of like the beginning of battle royales really in the mainstream. I know someone's going to be like, Oh, Daisy, whatever. No, I think I, Um, eh. PUBG as far as marketing goes. Yeah. PUBG was like the mainstream, like, Oh, battle royales are a thing now. And, uh, so, you know, Epic pivoted, they released Fortnite battle Royale and the rest is history. Now it's this huge thing. So I have as much nostalgia as I do bitterness towards Fortnite because they completely abandoned Save the World when it was actually really good just to focus on, you know, the skins and microtransactions of uh, mm-hmm. the Battle Royale, which I get. It was making money. I understand. It's a business. Yeah, they got it. It's a business. Still a bummer. But yeah, so Fortnite yeah. is just a different game now. And uh, so I it's, respect it's, it, but I'm totally on the same page as you where I, I'll play it for a bit every time there's a new season and some skins that I want to check out. But, like, I'm not going to be, like, this religious Fortnite player. I get you. Um... I, was I guess gonna, back I was, to I was gonna, us. I was gonna end, I was gonna transition it, but I was gonna say something like you know the way you feel about Fortnite, like you're you had there's things about it that you like, and with Eric, like there's things about Genshin Impact that he likes, and Fortnite. I just don't like Fortnite from from a taste perspective, but like when it comes to CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk, I feel like there's that game has so much to offer that for a lot of the reviewers and stuff I've been hearing about people getting hung up on. You know how they handle. Rep- I heard that there was like a. It's. I mean, obviously not a spoiler, but I heard there's like a Haitian group in the game, and they're called like the Voodoo Boys or something, and they're kind of like a gang. And it's like, I mean, you could look at it as like, yeah, they're being stereotypical, but like voodoo is a part of Haitian culture. So like, it's no, not it totally really, is. I don't think there's anything pro- a problem with that. But and then people, like people are also, these issues, it's just going to give people even and then more. People shit. are also mad at like the uh, Hispanic gang in the, uh, in the uh, game. But people they're not like, mad people at are like Los Santos or any of the, you know, yeah, like crazy shit. Okay, it's like it's weird that you think the culture that Night City is supposed to be LA in way in the future and it's weird that you think that cholos are going to disappear in the future. <laughs> yeah, like I I, I don't, <laughs> like you point. think like they're <laughs> I agree. Yeah. You think like they're going to be around forever. That's their LA culture. Like that's what they're going to do. Like they're going to be that like I don't understand like oh they should like who are they supposed to be like like what what they just they get too focused on like it's people who's never like actually left left wherever they lived and like here's a real just a question for Richard like I'm trying to what I'm trying to figure out is here is like because I'm mixed right I'm I'm black I'm white I'm Mexican and Eric's Cuban so I wonder if our perspective on stuff like that is like um I think you can even use Miles Morales for example because I did I did beat that, and it's like there's a part of me that was like, oh, some of this feels like pandering and it feels like 
you know, they have to overcompensate for Peter was white, but now everyone in Miles is black or Hispanic. And it feels like a pandering, but then I'm also like, as time goes on and we keep doing this, it's just going to become the norm. Whereas like people don't even like, I don't point out everywhere I go that I'm a minority or whatever. But I think a lot of the, there's a lot of like um, narrowing in on things where people that might not, I don't know. I'm trying not to like, I'm trying to tiptoe around saying mean things about certain people. Not that they'll ever listen to this, but like, it's hard. It's just, it's difficult. The the game is difficult to traverse because it's trying to tackle a lot of different you guys know what I'm saying? It's stacking like a lot of different um, things going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's I not think, even really uh, a question, but it, it kind of goes back. To, yeah. It, well, I just it kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier about like this is a Polish company who a majority of probably either a have only visited America or probably never been at all. Um, and uh, like American culture is very much televised and it's the dominant culture in a lot of people's televisions across the world and stuff because we make a lot of, you know, media for other countries and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But right. um, Hollywood. Exactly. But I, I feel like Hollywood. a lot of people who get mad about certain things are people who actually don't live in those areas. Yes, like, that's what I'm trying to say. That's exactly uh, what I'm trying to say. Uh, for someone, They've never been to L.A. Or, they never or, or not, like not under- even so much living in certain areas, but more so they or just can't, open their eyes they can't quite to relate to another person's, like being in another person's shoes. So like we're kind of... Uh, she's never going to listen to this, but I saw some of the sl- slander Callie Plaggy was getting from GameSpot. And from my perspective... I didn't know, did she review Cyberpunk? She did. Yeah. Of course she of course she did what my of course I mean, she did I, she's the yeah i mean i when i saw she reviewed she it did. i knew pretty quickly that it was not going to be a very, exactly exactly uh, so like, yeah how I, was, we, I, how I could have told you i could have told you before dude i could have told you before any of these reviews out that gamestop was gamespot was going to give cyberpunk a seven i like it's of course they're going to give it a seven duh you know, like res- come on all, obviously all respect to her i have no you know nothing yeah, really same, negative same. personally I'm not to, to say shit on her but i but, do but, think that her how she analyzes games and how she looks at games is through a lens that I personally don't. Uh, and exactly. I, I just don't want exactly. To. Exactly. She think like it's it's a it's a mindset of thinking games are more than what they are. Like mo- like you can't put so much into movies or games or TV. Like it's down like it's entertainment. It's like not here to tell. It's not right. here to like spell its philosophy or tell you how to like how to think politically. It's a fucking video game. Well, well, they, like, I, the argument though is there's that, too that much explosions. Could, the violence is grotesque in the game, which. I mean, they're allowed to do that. Like Richard said, it's their art. They're allowed to tell whatever story they want. But um, Well, yeah, but I mean, when you look at movies, too, um, like, th- not every movie is a Citizen Kane. I mean, we have The Expendables. We have, like... I just watched Jack Frost, 1998. That movie sucks. Dude, I talked about it that is, movie today with nothing. Michael Keaton. That movie's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. The movie so it's is just awful. Like, I understand that some, like The Last of Us, that is a game that very much deserves to be broken apart piece by piece and analyzed because that's what they wanted. That is a piece of art. Yeah. It is, you know, 20 hours of cinema, basically, that you're sitting down and interacting with. But I, I, with a game like Cyberpunk, it's way more like, you know, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign or, um, you know, an episode of, you know, an hour long of carbon, altered carbon or whatever. It's, it, it's not RIP. trying to be oh, RIP for real. I love that show, but <laughs> it's not trying to be this groundbreaking piece of media, um, 
that everyone wants it to be. Cyberpunk just wants to be a role-playing game. That's what CD Projekt Red yeah. does. 100%. That's what their bread and butter is. And I think going in, people just expected way too much out of this game. And, and I mean, when you delay it for seven years and you get all this hype and marketing, like that happens. But at the end of the day, I, th- I feel like just reading the reviews that this is a very competent, a very good RPG. Yeah, I'm gonna it, get seems great. it seems great. Yeah. It seems like a 10 out of 10 in my eyes as far as like how much I'm going to get out of it, you know? Yeah, and I don't even personally yeah. care about the story. I have literally no idea no way. what the context yeah, of the story like, is. There's no way like you can spoil the story for somebody because everyone's going to have, like at least most people are going to have a different outcome. Yeah, Here, here's gonna, a, I have like uh, honestly, if someone you like, uh, you could spoil the game for me right now, and I wouldn't have any idea what you're talking about. It's not like it's like an original game. Like there's no pre, there's no previous story or anything. There's no continuation. It's just like a this is Cyberpunk 2077. Like this is it. Like there's nothing else. Probably there's. Probably, I'm not sure if there'll be a sequel to this. Um, I, I hope mean, not. I, I hope it. It definitely is going to be a sequel to this. It's going to be a sequel to this. I was going to say there's no like. I don't think it would be for a very long time. It, but Cyberpunk. Like, yeah. This is very much. It's a, their first self-published game, so it's going to be. It's it's like they're in a really tricky situation. The only thing that I've heard that I totally understand criticism for is. Uh, is uh, sports, the Eric. bugs <laughs> is the bugs that I've been seeing people reporting in the game like yeah, game like, I do want to give a really, shout out like, to the seizure stuff too because I find yeah. that pretty wild like uh, yeah that's a total no warnings. Big... also like you know how normally yeah. games like a Tetris effect for example has a very clear warning you actually have to accept that says hey there's a lot of lights and flashing colors like if you are sensitive you know go in you know at your own risk uh, I guess Cyberpunk loads up and it doesn't even have any of those warnings and I think that's pretty crazy yeah. that's that's uh, that's I'm not so, saying that was malicious I think that's just crazy oversight oversight they just did not yeah. pay attention to that at all yeah. yeah so cyberpunk tweeted out four hours ago thank you for bringing this up we're working on adding a separate warning in the game aside from the one uh, that exists in the eula regarding That's a more bullshit. permanent yeah, solution bullshit. dev team is currently exploring that will uh, so, uh is uh regarding a more permanent solution the dev team is exploring exploring that and we'll be implementing it as soon as possible yeah and I, again like that response to me like yeah they, they responded that's really good but that's kind of a bullshit response like they're like oh well it says it in the elua come on guys no one fucking reads the EU, EULAs, like ever. <laughs> right? No one fucking reads that stuff. Everyone knows no one reads that. And I know, yeah, it's it's our fault. Like, yeah, but also the EULAs are 89 pages long, and I just yeah, all, cyberpunk. Like, all they had to do was apologize and just put a huge warning in the front of the game when it boots up. That's all they had to yeah. do. And instead, they kind of try to deflect it, which I think is just kind of bullshit. Um, but again, like, that's not going to stop me from playing the game. I'm not epileptic. Yeah. I think it's bullshit. They responded to it. It's whatever. We can move on from it um, as long as, you know, they, they learn from it. And I, whatever game they release next, I hope that either A, they don't use flashing lights, or B, they warn people. Yeah. Um, let me think. Is there... Oh, another thing I heard, uh, another big piece of controversy was there's uh, this whole Reset Era th- uh, thread saying that uh, that CD Projekt Reg is a, is a transphobic company and they hate trans people. Ugh. Uh, it's a huge long thread. I'll put it in the description for people if they're interested to look at it. Reset era but fucking it's, sucks. I'm just gonna say. Yeah. I don't even go there. I don't I even. Can't I, I, I'll click links yeah. every once in a while because people use it for like. I don't think I've ever like even been there. Or whatever. And I'll click a link and I'll see like two posts of some bullshit and I'll be like, all right, this site sucks, and I leave. So the like that comes out of the fact that you can't. Uh, voice is tied to gender, so you can't have a deep voice if you're playing as a woman, and you can't have a p- high pitched voice if you're playing as a man. That's where all this is stemming from. Well, that's, and that I t- that's, not complete, that's not completely true, though, because you can make your entire body 
look like a man yeah. and just give it a female voice and they'll just refer to him. I think the biggest problem yeah. is that there's no they them option is what I've been seeing. Yeah. Which I understand, yeah. especially in an RPG like this, like there should be that level of immersion for people out there. There that is don't. that in Call of Duty and Black Ops. In uh, Black Ops, my friend uh, my friend Jared played the whole game and they kept on referring to it. I was like, they're over there. They get <laughs> like, like no uh, no, what no, are they doing? Like, even Call of Duty has That's a crazy. option. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, and, like I, if you play as non-binary, it's insane like they totally awesome. uh, they they prone they thrown out you properly <laughs> and, it, and it's cool. like and it's like if call of duty can do that you're telling me a game that has a dick slider and a vagina slider <laughs> can't add a they them option which most like, likely adds nothing to the game exactly all, like, exactly the story yeah. Yeah. It's just like maybe they'll refer to you in like the they them and the you know the third person like they would refer and it's like not even that hard to do. I can't imagine. I don't know anything about coding video games, but I can't imagine on a script level that's very hard. Sure, I'm yeah. with you. They have to write all the scripts for all the dialogue for the side quests. Anyways, they could have, they could have added that all. I in mean, there. you could just command F he him his and hers or whatever, and just replace it with they and them. It's not like. Yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys? So like, obviously, we sound a little like. We're on the side of, you know, the developers aren't from our country. They have a different perspective. We don't really know what's going on. They're developing kind of in a silo on their own. But do you guys think this game is, like, warranted of all this um, controversy or, or conversation in any way? Because, like, there's a Again, lot. There's a I lot think to controversy talk about. Is stupid. I think the conversation is valid, but I think the anger yeah, and the yeah, controversy it, is stupid. It's, the like, Witcher 3 is, like, my favorite game of all time. And I think it's it's one of the best. It's like the be- one you could put it on top five of last generation. And this game has one. been, yeah, it's like, and it's this game has been anticipated for so long, and the delay. Like I get it, the delays happened, and all of this. So I guess the the like, it's like you put something on a pedestal long enough, people are gonna just want to like take it down. That's a good point. That's like, a good point. Like you know- no, it's like in history is this has always been happening. Like. Like a like some Roman man walks to a painting. He's like, I really like that painting a lot. Someone comes up to him, is like, I fucking hate it. Well, <laughs> I want to fucking take it down. Like, why you want to take it down? Well, you know, this is, it's just a piece of shit. I don't like it. And then that's that's it's just continued sure, since then sure. of just uh, opinions of art and stuff like that. So I I totally understand why the like I just why people maybe, are doing what they're doing. Know, it's just human like, nature, um, really. I feel like with age. Also, you tend to because like as we get older, we're like we're able to see the delay or see the controversy and like it doesn't upset you or me or or Richard, any of us specifically in our hearts. But like, I don't know, like 16 year olds or 20, you know, 19 year olds are they have different brains. (laughs) So I wonder if like with age, you're a little more patient and you, you take into consideration like the crunch and like the families are working on it. And like, yeah, they're getting paid. But, you know, it's like a whole it's like a lot going on. There's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the m- people who are mostly focused on this are thirty-year-olds who work uh, for gaming publishing and, or uh, game re- game news reporting. So, yeah. I mean, kids playing Fortnite are, are don't know the the. I, I, I would assume they wouldn't know the the uh, the uh, crunch debate that's happening in around the industry today <laughs> or or unionizations. I could log into Fortnite right now. Just put on my mic and be like, "Hey, does anyone know what Cyberpunk 2077 is?" And a majority of the people in the lobby would probably have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh man, see, I'm just—is that the new is that the new skin, bro? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they probably if if they had a skin in Fortnite, they'd be like, "Oh, it's that skin." Dude, I'm so <laughs> like I'm so removed now because like I just you know just roll on with my life. I, I'm very tapped into the gaming industry and I follow it and I see it every day, but nothing like riles me up. Like even I mean the Nintendo stuff. 
recently. That's kind of been riling me up because I'm such a big Smash Bros. fan. But um, yeah, I don't know if you want to transition to that, Eric, or you still want to talk about the Game Awards? Uh, sure, I've no, I I, I vaguely you said a lot know about Cyberpunk. Is, so go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. It's, what what was the, what's the Smash stuff? Oh my god. Uh, yeah, Nintendo's oh, yeah, just. Yeah, oh, I just, did hear. Go ahead, go ahead, please. No, you go ahead. I have no idea. I, I, I've heard about the Etika stuff. But that's all I heard about. Gotcha. I mean, this controversy spans like uh, the last week or two, maybe. So I don't really want to go into it, into it. But it's just a Nintendo kind of being like an old curmudgeonly kind of man, like not letting the kids play. <laughs> so they're, they're like pulling down all their. Go ahead, Richard. I'm sorry. No, 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 I was just saying, like, the homemade smash and stuff you're talking about, right? How they just took down a tournament for no reason. Yeah, they just took down a tournament. They, they, they're not trying to, like, um, let the fans, you know, give them free marketing or free, you know, they don't want to, they cut all, like, ties from any third-party person jumping in and funding these events. And now they're, like, removing custom-made fan-created, like, Joy-Cons. And apparently earlier today they were, like, taking down songs on youtube uploaded by fans like for nintendo soundtracks so you can't listen to like any original like zelda music and shit it's crazy they're just i don't know what they're doing I give me the sw- nintendo learned already about this like do you remember when the switch first came out and they tried to block all switch gameplay from youtube oh from like, going you to youtube yeah you couldn't share yeah. any nintendo first party games like gameplay on youtube on this it was like approved by nintendo or something like you're that. right and yeah. like they, I think they didn't keep with that for very long, maybe a year or two. But they backed down pretty quickly from that. And I thought like they had learned, like, hey, maybe we should just let creators use our stuff, you know, within reason. Like if they're making money off it, I understand, mm-hmm. you know, uh, re- exercising your right as an IP owner. I understand protecting IP. I went to business school. I get it. But um, when it, it, the Etika Joy-Con specifically, I, that that's the one I had the biggest issue with because the, the tournament I just thought was stupid. I understand why they did it. I get the legal reasons behind why they did it. Right, yeah. Um, but the Etika one really, I don't understand because he wasn't modding Joy-Cons. He wasn't um, like re, like building his own Joy-Cons and selling and them with selling the shells. Them, yeah. He was just replacing the shells on Joy-Cons, which people do on Etsy all the time. Um and he wasn't even making money off of them. All the money, all the any profits that he got from selling these uh, Joy-Con shells were going directly to an anti-suicide charity and all that stuff. Right. Which, right. So uh, for- obviously, with Etika, if you know, his history is very important. Um, and I just think, you know, when they do that, like you just said, it's, a, it's just such a curmudgeon old man way of looking at it. Like, it doesn't hurt their IP at all. If anything, Etika kind of is responsible for such this big, like, new wave of Nintendo fandom especially younger generations of kids and i feel like to take away this one thing that they had to remember him and also support something that he struggled with it's just so bush league like it's just so stupid Uh, they gain nothing from it nintendo will see no money from stopping the cease and desist no one's gonna go oh well i guess i'll just go buy official joy cons now like no that that wasn't happening they weren't losing revenue from it uh and i just think it's kind of ridiculous that they stopped it that's kind of all i really have thoughts on about this no you said it all i agree 100 percent. because like uh there's there's so much going on with that i didn't even know where to start or finish so well said but yeah nintendo they just it's difficult for me too because like as a huge nintendo fan like it upset me seeing them like block you know this money going to a charity and obviously etico is so special and so important his story is you know one of the most sad stories i've 
experienced in a long time. But also we had like the downfall of the Smash community earlier this year. That was crazy. Oh, and like yeah. this on top of that this year in general. So it's like, let us have our thing, man. Come on, Nintendo, get out of here. We're gonna we're gonna buy yeah. your Switch Pro and Smash Five, whatever the fuck, you know, like come on. <laughs> I totally forgot about that whole reckoning that came for the Smash community. Oh, that, yeah. Man, the oh, Smash yeah. community has been taking a lot of blows this year. What a bummer. Oh, yeah. That game rocks, and it's never had the fighting game love it really deserves, I think. Nope. Nope. I still play it all the time. I have like 300 and something hours on my Switch <laughs> played. But, um, That's awesome. Yeah. The community uh, just keeps getting beat and beat. But, um... Smash is not is Smash nominated for game game award stuff like DLC or anything? Uh, it was nominated for best fighting game last year. Uh, this year's best fighting game category is absolute shit. So I don't all right, let's get into it. Game awards, let's yeah, go. Yeah, you know what? Let's just get let's just game. Uh, I'm just gonna start at the bottom if that's what we're doing, right? I'm, I'm gonna start at best multiplayer. Oh. Yeah, is I'm this, starting at best multiplayer. Is this the fourth yeah. annual game awards or fifth? Uh, as the game awards, I believe this is the fourth. Um, the fourth. Because we did the Spike Awards for a while, and then right, right, right. The we... Before that, see, I'm looking it up. We are on thegameawards.com. Uh, yes, at least I am. Gameawards.com. Yeah, I'm just on gameawards.com. 2019. It started in 2014. Oh, okay, so six years now. So this is their sixth. Damn. Year. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, time flies. 2014. Yeah. Oh. Um. So this is the game awards. The Game Awards. Uh, it's crazy that Jeff Keighley is doing this live with an audience in L.A. <laughs> is he really? He's, uh, he really no, said, he's "Yeah, he's, no, he said he's he said uh, he, really? he, uh, he 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 put out a press saying he fuck Gavin Newsom. He's a cuck. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, we're doing the we're doing the big no no merry no uh, happy holidays merry Christmas. And it was kind of crazy for Jeff to come out and say all that stuff. <laughs> Dude, oh but, uh, you fucking had me, bro. I thought. Yeah, you were, I was like, I no way. Seriously. I was like, Damn, dude, Jeff Redpill. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. He got Christopher Nolan and all of them to come in live. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's whole thing's just gonna be him on stage for twenty minutes talking shit on HBO Max. It's crazy. I don't. Oh know. my god. I, I I would love for Chris Nolan to just fuck fuck movies. I'm making games now. <laughs> I was gonna like say I don't want to get into get into this, but like, what would a Christopher Nolan game look like? Uh, it would be awesome. Oh my god! I feel like totally be on the level of like a Hideo Kojima levels of what the fuck? Yeah, that yeah, or like I would think so. Some it'd be a weird long type, mess. Like James Bond. He's like, it could be twenty five hours long. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh fuck! You're, you're telling me I can make my story eighty million hours long here? <laughs> yeah. Fuck yes. Where are you guys? So the best multiplayer. At? Uh, we're we're starting at best multiplayer, so it's at, oh, okay. towards the bottom. Right after content creator, of the year. we're going to be voting live, folks. <sighs> uh, best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer game gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, respectively uh, of game genre or platform. Uh, Valorant is nominated. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is nominated. Call of Duty Warzone is nominated. Among Us and Animal Crossing New Horizons. How the fuck did Animal Crossing get nominated? The multiplayer in Animal Crossing it's, sucks ass. Yeah, it's a tear. It's a so that yeah, you should take that off the list. I think I would vote. Um, I would either say it's probably going to be Among Fall Us guys. or Fall Guys. Fall Guys. See, I'm gonna go Among Us. Richard's I have over here only with Valorant. Played it once. Richard's the only one of us that played Valorant. 
Uh, yeah. No, nah, Valorant doesn't have a chance. It, it has a pretty dedicated esports community. If it wins anything, it'll probably win esport of the year. Uh, but I don't think I, I like Valorant. I play a decent amount of Valorant. It won't win any of the awards it's nominated for. So it's between because, Warzone, Among Us, and Fall Guys. I honestly, yeah, I, I think it's gonna be Warzone. Uh, if it's not Warzone, really, it's gonna be Among Us. I don't think Fall Guys has a chance. Uh, huh? Because I think, uh, especially with critics, not that they didn't love Fall Guys, uh, but Fall Guys came and went. I mean, it had its it had its moment in the sun. Uh, it did really, really well for that one for that one yeah. month. But one when season. they announced season two, which is what they're in now, uh, it really fell off. Uh, it takes a while to find a game now. Uh, I still play occasionally with a couple of my friends that are really into it. Um, really, it, dude, wow. uh, it'll take like probably like a minute or two to find a game now. And you can find Among Us games like any second. Oh, dude, it's, it, like, it's hard are... to get into a game of Among Us because you have to like actually yeah. select the lobby, and All they're right. always getting full. I guess uh, Richard I'm said telling it. you, uh, especially with critics, Warzone made a huge impact this year. People love Warzone. Streamers, I critics, like Warzone. They love it. People who don't play Battle Royales really like Warzone. Yeah, that's uh, the, the only, only one reason I, I don't think it would win is because it won last year. Yeah, that's what that's my what thinking is because I know it got an award last year. I knew it. I knew it had to be nominated last year. I remember it came out. So Among I don't us, know huh? if Warzone specifically was nominated because I think Warzone technically came out February of this year. Um, but Call of Duty, Modern Call of Duty, Warfare Modern Warfare, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I think I, I think I'm gonna lock it in Call of Duty, but I think Among Us is probably a good chance to win. Mm. Moving on to best sports and racing games, Tony Hawk. There's only one. It, it. If Tony Hawk doesn't win, I'm gonna throw a fit. Yeah, Nothing I, else I, here. I totally. totally. If Tony Hawk or fuck it, I'll even say F1 because I don't play those games and I know people really like them. Um, but I, if NBA 2K or FIFA wins, I'll literally fucking lose my shit because those games. <laughs> yeah. I and let me say, I've been playing a lot of 2K21 on my PlayStation 5, and it's totally a sports game. It's fine. Uh, that game is such bullshit when it comes to microtransactions. It's a horseshit, dude. It's um, horseshit. I don't even buy those games anymore. Like I don't buy. Like, I, got I only, only get FIFA. Work, so like I, I've been sure. playing it, and uh, it, it's fine. Like it's totally a sports game. I only ever do the my career stuff in sports games, so like the microtransactions never really bother me but i did try to hop into the the city as they call it now in the next gen version uh, and check it out and it's fucking awful it's like everyone there spent 150 dollars to get vc to like make their character 95 v bucks um and like they got these crazy builds because they watch 80 million hours of 2k youtube and then next week they're going to put an update out that completely changes the meta of the game and so it's just like it's so like how people invest in 2k i don't fucking get anyway yeah tony i don't hawk understand i've it's, only it's played uh, tony hawk it's middle schoolers in uh <laughs> in florida playing 2k uh best sim slash strategy games uh xcom chimera squad microsoft flight simulator gears tactics desperado 3 and crusader kings 3 i've never played i've only played flight simulator one second of flight simulator but i also i've the most buzz i heard in all these games was crusader kings 3 i've Mm. played all these games except for desperados i don't know what that is (laughs) uh Shout out to Chimera Squad. It's a really cool game. Definitely not going to win. It's too small of a game. Came out too long Is that ago. Paul from the movie Paul? <laughs> <laughs> it's Paul. <laughs> what is he doing? I've obviously like, had not played any of these games. Uh, I, Microsoft Flight Simulator, only simulator on this list. So that kind of makes me want And it did you know, get a ton of 10 out of 10s. Yeah. So I, I just I think it would be cool if it won. I it, it has a good chance. I think it's definitely between Crusader Kings or Microsoft Flight Simulator. Simulator, I think, has a chance because it kind of made this huge splash. There hasn't been one in like 20 years, and everyone loves it. Um, but same thing. It's beautiful too. Yeah, it is very beautiful. Um, very, very pretty game. I didn't play it very long, but I did enjoy it very much. 
Uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going Microsoft Flight Simulator. All right, moving on. My favorite category. Best family game. This is Richard's favorite. He's been waiting all day for this one. Right yeah. Richard loves to play video games with his with, my, with his my, whole family. I love playing Crash Bandicoot with my family. <laughs> uh, Paper Mario, The Origami King, Minecraft Dungeons, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Why is that on here? Fall Guys <laughs> Ultimate Knockout, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's <laughs> About <laughs> Time, and Animal Crossing. I think it's Animal Crossing easily. It's not even. I don't even think it's like even a contest. I, I think uh, it's probably going to be Animal Crossing. I could see Crash winning because Crash definitely deserves an award. I've heard nothing about. Oh good yeah, about I it. totally agree. I agree. Thank I haven't you. even played Crash, but I know Crash deserves to that win some fucks. awards tonight. I haven't played Crash either. Actually, I'm I'm waiting. Play it's in my it. backlog. I do own it, but I just I'm it's, it's waiting for dude. The, it's so the, hard. Yeah, exactly. I'm waiting for the urge to play a hard platform to hit me because it will. But I'm I'm in more of a Astro Body Easy platform kind of mood. I get right you. Now. I get you. And I'm also playing Demon Souls, so I, I'm getting my ass. Kicked <laughs> you got off. your mix, yeah. It's crazy. Mario Kart Live home circuit. Yeah, why is, is that even, on here? Uh, I mean, cause I guess it's, it's a game, and it's cool. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's got. A, I mean, people seem. To, I we, we can't keep it in stock at my store. So to be uh, fair, really? yeah, it would be out of all these games, it looks like the most fun to play with your whole family. Yeah, I was gonna say it is the I best mean, family circuit, game. You could kind of involve your family because, like, I mean, you could only one you could play, but everyone could kind of watch or whatever. Yeah, they can all play together. Dungeons, you can actually play with four people. Every other game on this list, you can't really play with your family. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you could on Animal Crossing's terrible multiplayer component. Yeah. Yeah, and if you guys all want to be on the same island on one Switch, or you want <laughs> Switch, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I want to lean towards Minecraft Dungeons because I really like that game and it deserves love. But I think it's either Crash or Fall Guys. Are probably. you going? Yeah, I was like, are you going by what you feel will win or what you want to win? Uh, I'm gonna vote what I think's actually gonna win because I love being right. But gotcha. Um, I I. I'm voting for Crash because I think Crash actually has a really good chance. Hey. I could see I could see Animal Crossing and Fall Guys splitting the votes between critics, and then Crash, which is just gen- like generally pretty loved and well received. I could see it squeaking ahead with the fan vote, like getting a little weight on it. Moving on, best fighting game. This category sucks too. Fuck this category. <laughs> uh, That's what I've been hearing. Grand Boo Fantasy versus Mortal Kombat Two Ultimate. Street Fighter V Champion Edition, One Punch Man, a, a hero nobody knows. That game sucks. That game sucks uh, so hard. Under Night and Birth at EX Late CLR. Late Clear. Late Clear. Uh, <laughs> is it, so Mortal Kombat 11 came out last year, right? No, so old Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate actually just came out two weeks ago. What is it? Uh, it's the next-gen version with all the DLC, so it has... Like, it has the Terminator... Yeah, it has like the, the, how they just announced like Rambo, Molina, and that other dude coming back, and then um, the Terminator. Like it has all the DLC packs. That's nominated. DLC. It just came out. It's already nominated. It must be ma- amazing. No, huh? it's because this category fucking sucks. The only two games on this, <laughs> on this like list that actually deserve a nomination are Grand Blue Fantasy Versus and Under Night in Birth Exe Lake. Clear. Yeah, why is Street Fighter Five on here? That game came out in, like 2015. Uh, it's a championship of, edition. Yeah, for, yeah, the championship edition came out this year. Technically, it came out in like February. Fucking March. put put Minecraft from Smash Bros on here. Seriously, like why is if yeah. we're nominating if that's Fighter if Ultimate time here. Smash Bros Ultimate should be on here again because they've had such a crazy. It's year a different DLC. game, yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, the same game, but it's added so much. Yeah. yeah, it's just frustrating. This category sucks. I'm just not even. I can't vote. believe One Punch <laughs> is nominated. Um, 
Grand I like Blue Scorpion. Fantasy or Under Night. Grand Blue Fantasy isn't even that good. It's just like uh, I respect the vision they had for it because it's very much a fighting game for people who don't play fighting games, and I respect that. For weebs like Eric. Yeah. Now we're getting into the weeb section. No! <laughs> Best role-playing game, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, Yakuza Like a Dragon. What do you guys think of this lineup I have played before, you start, three. before you start criticizing them? What do you guys think? Of I this mean, line? there's only there's one game on here that uh, is clearly the best, and none, none, it doesn't. It's not even a contest when you're talking about role playing games. Uh, everything else is you can fall by the wayside. Uh, I guess Genshin Impact needs a place to be nominated is because Genshin it was Impact a, really even a role playing game. I played like yeah, two yeah, hours. Yeah. Oh man, I guess your role. <laughs> you, yeah. It's such a, it's like a, I can't even say it is, but uh, you do have like stats, stats. has stats, you have to roll things. Is it more or less role playing than Persona 5? No, Persona 5 is the ultimate role role playing game. Yeah, Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, that's my clear answer. I would like to see, I think Yakuza Like a Dragon probably has the best chance to beat it. I don't, I, I think it's just Persona 5 Royal is just so good. And it's it's not if you played it obviously it's not just Persona Five with DLC it's it's more than that it's it's a complete story it's I own it I have uh, installed on my PlayStation Five I plan to start it whenever I beat Yakuza but I am I am thirty hours in that game and I have to go back to it and complete it yeah I mean you're about ninety hours away from beating it yeah I was gonna say I got like uh ninety hours into Persona Five like the original game. Uh, and I enjoyed it, but I very much like I stopped playing for a week because I had finals or something like that. Did you burn and out? And I came, I came back, and I tried to pick up where I was, and I was like, I was in a really hard dungeon too. It was like there was a bunch of rats everywhere or some shit, and like. Oh, uh, that's the last dungeon. Yeah, so there you go. I was in the last. Yeah, you're right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and I really liked it. I just I never finished it. So I'm gonna start Persona Five Royal from the beginning after I beat Yakuza because I'm really Yakuza by the way deserves to win I haven't played Persona so obviously I'm a liar but <laughs> uh, Yakuza is the best game on this list that I've personally played I like Final Fantasy 7 Remake a lot but Yakuza Like a Dragon does so much cool things for I would RPG. say it, it's not even an RPG I would say Final Fantasy Remake is like an action game yeah, with it's more like of an some RPG like Persona 5 Royal and Yakuza Like a Dragon are like, and I haven't played Wasteland 3, so I can't really say Wasteland it. And like, who's? RPG, technically. It's like yeah, yeah. Base, like yeah. It's weird that this is not on the on the Gears Tactics XCOM. It's like, it's weird that it's here, right? Well, it is. In the, that's weird. <laughs> it's weird that it's in both. It, it is in the Gears yeah. Tactics XCOM. Oh, it is? Yeah, it is. Oh, it's wow. Okay. In the best uh, wow. strategy as well, I think, isn't it? it? Oh, wait. No, I'm lying. I'm a liar. Don't uh, yeah, yeah. I'm it's not. I don't think it is. It should be. You're right. It should it's, be. Yeah, it should be. It shouldn't even be on this list, but yeah, either of those two games. And I, I can't wait to play you because like a dragon when it's on PS1, when, when I get the PS5 for you edition. I because I'm, I'm like, uh, I just finished Chapter 10 last night. Uh, so I've got like seven chapters left, and God, it just keeps getting better. I cried last night. <laughs> Man, this this category is. I guess we're gonna have to break it down to semantics. Best action slash adventure game for the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Oh no! Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, All right, pause. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and Last of Us Part Two. Pause. Action pause. adventure, Last of Us Part Two. I'm gonna knock off because I don't really believe. I, I guess it is sort of an action adventure game, but I, I just don't. 
I don't know. I don't think it is the best action adventure game because when I think action adventure game, I don't think Last of Us. Um, yeah. But that's just a personal thing. I guess it is technically by definition an action adventure game. I could. I mean, I yeah. would consider Last of Us, in my opinion, more of a shooter first, then act like a third person shooter slash shooter action survival. That's what I would cr- kind of stealth, maybe stealth a little bit here Com- and there. But combining combat with traversal yeah, and puzzle solving. Because are, when I see the words in Last of Us, you know what I'm saying? There's no puzzles. Is there? Yes, there is. You have to find the uh, the codes. You have to find the code. You have to find the rope. You got to get the lockers. The, oh, okay. The, okay. The, okay. You're right. It's not. It's puzzle. not great puzzles, though. <laughs> no, I would um, <laughs> puzzles. I would say I love Ghost of Tsushima. Thing, I had I some like, good puzzles, right? I feel like we're overlooking Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Like I have not played Ori and the Wisps. I know I haven't played it either, but I guarantee you, there's there's good there's great traversal in the first one, and there's the combat's fun, and the puzzles game. are probably amazing in that game. But uh, I have been listening to a couple Game Awards podcasts, and uh, the vibe I've been getting from Ori is that it is a good game, but it launched pretty broken. Ah, um, I see. So, and it runs great now, I guess, on the new Xboxes, the series is. But mm-hmm. um, no, I don't think anyone's going back to play it. At least not unless they're already huge fans of Ori. Uh, right. I mean, I, I, I tell myself I'm gonna play it one day, but let's be real, I probably won't. Yeah. Have you played yeah. the first one? No. No. Yeah. No, you won't. Just give up on it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It looks very pretty, though. I love seeing screenshots of it. So Beautiful. shout out to Ori. So between Valhalla, Ghost Tsushima, and Miles Morales for action adventure, hmm. the traversal of Miles Morales can't be understated. That is great, but the Obviously, puzzle solving. But the puzzles is are not weak. great. Yeah, the puzzles are puzzles not great. Are the weakest part. And the the combat's fun. Spider Man 2018. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima though had great combat, good traversal, and the puzzles, puzzle solving though? was very light. Here's well, it was, it was here's light. no. Here's the here's the thing though. Um. The question is, is how many the, of who's voting on this? How many of those people have played Legends? Have you guys played Legends? Uh, what? Legends? Legends. Legends. The, the oh, player. oh yeah, I played it. Oh yeah, I've totally played it. There's yeah, I, I, like I'm on the last really raid. Great puzzles and goes. Yeah, there, yeah. So I'm saying, like, that's like when I'm thinking of puzzles, like those puzzles, like uh, some of them gotcha. were like such ass. Do you remember the. Uh, Richard, you know the puzzles with you have to one person is who can see the floating platforms yeah, and the other people are the, a different like, fucking Christ, then, like, like, dude. Jump. That has taken up so much of my time. Yeah, it's like I, I appreciate a lot of the ideas. Some of them don't work, but yeah, I, I like I thought like the ra- like the like the segments of the raid, like f- finding the trying to figure out the different ways, like a Destiny raid was. It, I got the same satisfaction of figuring out like I did a Destiny raid. So I think that like that to me is uh, like the highest praise I can give those. Uh, those segments in this game, I, and it's Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Miles Morales, really bad. Uh, I don't. It just if you're if you're if you're saying combining combat traversal and puzzles, I don't think Assassin's Creed Valhalla has good combat. I don't think it. Ha- I think the traversal in Assassin's Creed Valhalla sucks, and I think the problem solving in that game is pretty okay. Uh, like because they they have puzzles to get these different armor. Uh, it, it's fine. I thought those puzzles are fine, but. I, I gotta go Ghost Shima. I'm going Ghost, but why the fuck is Jedi Fallen Order on here? Because it wasn't it, nominated last year because it came out. Yeah, it wasn't nominated. Yeah, I remember it was like the whole thing. It's like it has like the oh, uh, yeah. Spider-Man thing. It was like yeah. it came out like a day after the deadline, and everyone was really upset about. Or it came out a day before the deadline. Or I like, like that, that game. I did I too. Like uh, but right. last year was its chance. If it would if it was nominated last year, it probably would have swept a lot of categories it was nominated in because it was a weak yeah. year in my opinion. But this yeah. year, there's way too many good games in these categories. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll give it start, a ghost. Like from here on, it's all just incredible games. You could give it to any of them, and they probably deserve it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I think from what I played the most of, and like uh, Andrew's been saying, the like the actual definition, um, I I think Ghosts probably has the best chance, but I do really want Miles. Shout out to Miles. Play. Yeah, shout out to Miles. It was a great game. So that's like I would love that if it was in the game of the year conversation. Miles, but, but I, I yeah, don't think. It I think totally, it totally deserves to be there. I, I think it does too. Because why the fuck is Doom Eternal? But again, not, not yeah. either. We'll talk about it. <laughs> All right, so best action game, second to last for the for the best game in act in the action genre, focused primarily on combat. Doom Eternal, Hades, Half Life, Half Life, Alex, Neo Two, Streets of Rage Four. I have only played Doom Eternal and Hades. Didn't beat either of them. So one hundred percent. If Hades doesn't win this, I'm setting LA yeah. on fire. <laughs> Hades, I think, deserves to win. I was this. gonna say Hades, I did play yeah. a lot of it, but um, I, I would I played, say Hades. Like, uh, it's weird that Half Life Alex is on here. Yeah, I, again, it's I think it's one of those things where people wanted to. Isn't that more it. like an action adventure game? Exactly. No, You're you solving think, doing anything, puzzles. Don't you think The Last of Us and Half Life Alex should be switched? Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah, but yeah, so I've played um, Hades, Streets of Rage. I don't, I haven't played Neo, but I've heard nothing good things. And I wrote the guide for Doom Eternal. Um, nice. so I've played a ton of that game. Uh, Hades is easily the best game on this list that I've played. Um, I'm a huge fan of roguelites. Uh, I think if you haven't played Hades yet, even if you're not a fan of the genre, you should check it out. This is probably the roguelite for you to get you into the genre. The storytelling is incredible. The voice acting is immaculate. The writing is great. Just the world building, everything around you as you're playing as Zagreus is so perfect. If Hades doesn't sweep in most of the categories it's nominated for, I'll be pretty shocked because it's an incredible game. It took the world by storm and you should play it. Nice. I played. Totally I've been played an almost platinum Doom Eternal. I just didn't because of online trophies. Um, I played some of Hades last weekend when my friend came over, and um, I actually love. There's the same studio that made uh, Transistor, right? Yep, Transistor, Bastion, yeah, Super Giant, Pyre, I believe. And Transistor is my shit. So um, I played a little bit of Hades and I messed around with the different weapons and I was going through a couple of like combat rooms and I'm considering picking it up on my Switch. But um, I'm just playing a bunch of other stuff right Switch. now. Yeah, I want to play it. Uh, is it on PS4 by any chance? Uh, no, it is, it not. is not. I believe it's only on PC and Switch right okay. now. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised sucker. if it comes to other. I, honestly, if that's one of the announcements tomorrow that it's coming to PlayStation 4, 5, and Xboxes, I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be great because I'm a sucker for those trophies. So. Yeah, if they if it comes on PlayStation, I bought it in early access on PC. I bought it on Switch for cross save. If it comes to PlayStation, I'll buy it there too. Hell yeah! Um, I was wrong that we have a lot more categories to go to, but uh, do you want? Can we? Do you want to do innovations in ex, no. uh, accessibility? Uh, I think Last of Us, two, I think Last of us should win. Yeah, yeah, Last, yeah, of, Last of Us, us two. should win that. Yeah, yeah the accessibility options in that game is insane. Yeah. Best VR AR is probably going to be Alex. Um, yeah. Not many people played it because no one has a thousand dollars and a thousand dollar computer for <laughs> a Valve Index, but but it looks uh, amazing. Who did play it? All the all the critics who got who got it for free with a Valve Index seem to love it. So shout yeah, out. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, uh, let's skip all the way up to best indie. Uh, uh, nominated uh, those games are I never I, want, I really want to play this Carry On Carry On. Awesome. It's like a three hour. I really want to play that. If you just got a free Saturday afternoon and you don't know what to do, just fucking yeah. I might, on I might pick your that. Android or Game Pass, whatever, and just play it. It's really good. Yeah, uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, Hades, Spelunky Two, and Spirit Fair. Shout out to Spelunky Best 2 indie. that Hades ate that game's launch, but it is a genuinely good game, especially yeah. if you like Spelunky. I guess you, uh, you got to go Hades again. 100%. Hades is going to win this category. If it doesn't yeah. again, I will set LA on fire. 
It's gonna catch on fire now. They're gonna on. blame you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if LA burns on it Thursday, on fire every week. They come for. <laughs> uh, best community support. I have I have no horse in this race. Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. I have no idea. It's gonna be it's gonna be probably <laughs> Fortnite or Destiny Two. Destiny Two won last year, and uh, as a Destiny Two player, they've done nothing but continue to improve on their community messaging and just the updates. Um, it's a great game now. If you don't play Destiny Two, or if you did play Destiny Two and you fell out of it, uh, now's never a better time than now to jump in. Uh, especially if you got an Xbox, because you got all the expansions on Game Pass. It's a great game, and they just got the next gen update today, which runs incredible. Uh, really? Oh yeah, dude. It just can't. Nice. I, I can play it 120 in Crucible now. Woo! Um, it is Damn. smooth as hell. All the menus load. I don't know if you played on the PS4, but all the menus load like snappy as hell now. There's no like white screens anymore. Uh, everything nice. just instant it's it's a great game now and i totally recommend it but obviously fortnite's still a crazy juggernaut so i wouldn't be surprised if fortnite wins yeah games for impact haven't played any of these if found kentucky route zero tv edition spirit fair tell me why through the darkness of times i haven't played any of these games either i'm gonna go with spirit fair because that's what everyone seems to like and tell me why is the only other game here that i would consider games for impact based on what i know about the games and i know tell me why was not received very well so hmm yeah no now this is a good category This category is stacked if i could give it to everyone in this category i would um best performance ashley johnson as Ellie, Laura Bailey as Allie, Daisuke Sujuji as Jin Sakai, Logan Cunningham as Hades, and Naji Jeter's uh, Naji Jeter as Miles Morales. Eric, how do you mispronounce Abby, but you get Ghost of Tsushima's got actor's name right? I said Abby. What did uh, I say? You said Allie. Oh, I said Allie. Wow. <laughs> I was just going to glaze over it. As Allie. But then you say the uh, Japanese okay, that was my name bad. Like, fluently. <laughs> I, I also got to say, by the way, uh, Logan Cunningham as Hades is totally diminishing his role in Hades. That man is like 30 voices in that game. So, uh, and he's great as all of them. So, yeah, it's weird that they would just like, oh, he's Hades. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know uh, I was what? So good. I think any, obviously, Last of Us, like, that studio is made for that, but. Uh, Something about Miles was just so charming. Like I was, loved Najee Jeter. He was so cool. He was Miles. so nice. He was a little, a little square, like a little too much of a nice guy. But that's kind of the idea, right? That Miles yeah, was just I, a I nice kid. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, my, my, I, I gotta go. Daisuke, uh, Daisuke, uh, on this. Uh, he I, was awesome as his Jin. performance I was great. Whole... I do feel like so it's just good. a little, a little bit kind of the stoic, generic samurai guy we've seen before. Just a little bit. But this is, bit. this is, this uh, is, Suji is a Japanese voice actor. No, I understand, but I'm not giving it to him just because he's no, Japanese. He's, uh, he's the, he's yeah, the English voice actor him. too. I'm pretty sure. No, he's not. The guy who does the English voice acting was the guy Eric. from. Uh, really? Um, oh man! I yeah, he, he did both. Yeah. I'm tripping. No, the guy who did it for the English version was um. Eric Dominguez. Not me. <laughs> oh, God. He had a role on a show called uh, Marco Polo, I believe. Yeah. No, wait. I think no. I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's both voices, bro. Because he doesn't. There's not an English. No, he's not. You know, he's the English voice actor. 
I'm thinking of the Japanese voice actor who played uh played him is not Daisuke Suji is uh and that well if if there if he does have a Japanese voice actor uh IMDb is really fucked up because they don't listen <laughs> so IMDb it is it is fucked up it's uh Ken Sugimori no it's Miyamoto uh, Kazuya Naki uh, okay that name does sound familiar to me so I it, that yeah. is, that's probably since Respect. I have gotten that information, I'm gonna go. Uh, oh, you think his performance though? No, no, I'm gonna go Abby. I was gonna say uh, if either of the Last of Us characters win, not that Laura. Uh, I mean, sorry, not that Ashley Johnson didn't do a great job. She killed it. In yeah, the she was amazing. She did in the first yeah. one. But I think Laura Bailey as Abby uh, was awesome. Incredible. Right now, like I got goosebumps. Like she yeah, did incredible. such a good job making me care about a character that I went into expecting to fucking hate. Like yeah. just yeah. all the scenes, all the emotion, especially the picture that's her, you know, her screenshot for the nomination. Like that scene, I can see that scene in my head right now, uh, with the broken arm and just everything. Like she does such a good job, and I, I can't like I can't imagine that if not that Ashley Johnson didn't do a good job. But if one of them wins, I'll be shocked if it's not Laura Bailey. Uh, yeah, I hope Najee Jeter wins. I'm gonna go. For is is Laura Bailey also Nadine in Last of um, Uncharted? Yes. 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 So the only reason I'm giving it to Najee Jeter is because obviously Miles is awesome, but Laura Bailey is always great, and I love Nadine, especially in uh, Uncharted: Lost Legacy. But after I found out Najee Jeter was Sam, the little brother in the first Last of Us, who turned into a zombie and then died, I was like, "Wow, he, you know, he, he is? is so much." Yeah, dude, he's Sam. Dude, I, I just had fa- no idea what. Yeah, I just found yeah. that out, and I kind of thought That's about really it. Like, cool. Oh, Najee Jeter all the way. I'm going. Najee. That character in that in that moment in Last of Us really struck a chord with me, and then like seeing him, what he did with Miles, and really making me care about him, especially after Into the Spider Verse. Whereas I got used to um, uh, Shamik Moore's voice. I was like Najee Jeter all the way. Respect. No, no disrespect to Jin or um, Abby or Ellie or even Hades. Yeah, like but we said, this category is incredible. Anybody, his performance anybody was just yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, best audio design: Doom Eternal, Half Life, Alex, Goose, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil Three, Last of Us Part Two. It'll be Ghost. Get Resident Evil Three out of here, man. Get that shit out of here. Get it out of here. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the best Resident Evil audio design stuff. and Resident Evil Three. I, like I enjoyed it. It is. It's fine, but it's, for best yeah, audio design, no does not even, even come to mind. Resident Evil Two remake and audio design, like it's, yeah. It's, yeah, I was no, gonna say Resident Evil Two's audio is incredible. Yeah, it's just the same shit. No, no. Yeah, it's gonna be Ghost uh, or Last of Us. I gotta give it to Last of Us. Yeah, like breaking that, that glass. sound design, the breaking the glass, the gun sounds like it all sounds the so clickers, loud and the like bloaters. Yeah, it sounded awesome. Sounded great. The wh- remember the whistles from the the whistles? Oh from yeah, the, the whistle, the 3D audio in that game too. Like if they actually do best audio design, like how they should, and and break down every element of the game, the 3D audio in The Last of Us Part Two is incredible. It's probably some of the best 3D audio I've ever experienced. Damn, I gotta try it out. Best out score in music. Best score in music, which I think this is Final Fantasy Seven, baby. Let's go. If Final Fantasy Seven doesn't win, it doesn't make it like the nominees are Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy Seven Remake, Hades, or In the Will of the Wisps, Last of Us Part Two. If Final Fantasy Seven Remake doesn't like that, is Final Fantasy Seven music? That's like some of the best video game music. Final Fantasy Seven music, but a lot of it is remastered and remixed with like an orchestral score, and it's like like how how does that not win? How does that not win? Gotta give it Square. Please put the fucking soundtrack on streaming services. I'm begging you please please i would love that i co-sign that best 
Art Direction, Final Fantasy VII Remake, mm. Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part Two. I gotta say before gotta they go. before they make us pick, this is a dumb category only because art like visual art is like one of the most subjective things and like and yeah. anybody it's, could find any of these games to be like the prettiest thing they've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> to be part this of the best, I think best art direct. If it was just best art, I would agree with you. But art direction, I think, is very specific. What does art direction yeah. mean? Well, because art uh, direction. It, this is it like, for outstanding creative and or slash technical achievement in artistic design and animation it's like you can have a um style for your game but if your art direction isn't good it's not going to look good even if your style even if it is like looks as good in terms of shaders and textures as a actually final fantasy 7 is a great example that game if it didn't have good art direction would have not looked as good because there's a lot of buildings in that game that aren't textured that aren't like the, the yeah, the skyboxes and the skyboxes aren't good, but the way that all the pieces are placed together and the way it funnels you to different areas that are, you know, specifically placed, like that's good art direction. Um, which yeah. I think is a little I agree to an extent, but art direction is a little more objective, I think. Yeah. Okay. So like I gotta between go Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Will of the Wisp, yeah. you know. Uh, I haven't played Will of the Wisp, but that game does look like art. Just so visually, yeah. Winning. Um, Last of Us has great animations, but I don't know if people would really think of. Uh, it does have a lot of technical achievements with Last of yeah. Us again. I, but the photorealism is kind of art in itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I just, I, I just, I think Ghost of Tsushima has like the best like mix of like realistic art and design, and then it kind of with all the different colors of the red and like the trees and the leaves sure. and the lighting, sure. it kind of gives it like this mystical feel. Like it doesn't like need to look photorealistic. Like these colors are so beautiful. Like I remember the first time like you're playing the game and like you like and you go into sequence. like the, the like the opening sequence with the yellow flowers and shit. Like that was awesome. I, I thought it was like that to me is like between Ghosts and Hades. Top. I've only played Ghosts, so I'll give it to Ghosts, but. I feel like Hades got some has some really awesome art direction as well. I think what's gonna, I think what's going to push Ghost over the edge is all the photo mode screenshots that are constantly being shared still um, on yeah. like Twitter and Instagram and stuff because that game is very pretty, especially when you slow it down and you take a still photo. Hades, I, I think uh, what Andrew's about to say, and I, I kind of agree with. I, I think it's a very pretty game, um, but especially with how quick and how like all the combat it does kind of get muddled to where you lose a, a lot of its best moments aren't when you're playing the game a lot of the game when the game looks its best are like when i don't want to spoil it but when you beat the game there's a very beautiful scene and it's very slow like there are very pretty scenes in the game but i don't think when you're playing the game is when it looks its best but technically yeah it like runs the really bosses good. some of the bosses that like like some of the enemies have this weird like 3d 2d kind of effect to them mm -hmm. And they kind of look. It doesn't look the best. It looks like super say, giant. I mean, it's what it's what we come to. Expect yeah, them. yeah. Uh, moving on to best narrative, Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Rim, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII I'll Remake. I'll show you my Aegis Rim. I want to see it. Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Last of Us Part Two. It's got to be Last of Us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got to remember too, these are critics voting on this, so I know The Last of Us is, yeah. you know, you know, it's weird split. that Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Rim is not on the our best RPG list. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, too, that game is really good. I, I've yeah, I want to play it. It's an RPG. Game. It should be. Why is Wasteland Three there? This should. 
<laughs> Jeff is like on coke or something when he makes these stupid well, nominations. I, I, think, I think the problem is, is that it, it's not like he doesn't send them a list of nominees to like nominate for categories. I think it's like open nomination. So I think it's like um, the like the people, the voting, the panel send in like just an, a bracketed list of like ranked choice voting of games that they think belong in each category and then jeff just funnels them based on who got the most in each category so honestly i don't know if we should be blaming jeff i think we should be blaming the people voting <laughs> true i'll give it best to game best game direction award for outstanding creative vision and innovation and in game direction and design final mm. fantasy 7 remake ghost of tsushima hades half-life alex and the last of us part I two i haven't played half like alex obviously but i feel like that game like something about valve and the way they tell their stories stands out to me so i would like and to it's know. also like the it is like the like the gold standard now for vr games mm-hmm. and like the whole game is like a story yeah um mm-hmm. so I, 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 this know. is the category though um in previous years where they kind of give it to the game where it's like this was probably the best game but it wasn't game of the year if that makes sense like um, the game was great. It was probably one of the best games of the year, but uh, game of the year, especially with the game of the awards, is kind of way more just like what was the biggest game of the year, not necessarily the best game of the year. Um, Animal I've Crossing. Kinda, exactly. I, I've kind of learned. So I could really see them doing something like best game direction goes to Last of Us Part Two, and then game of the year will go to like probably Animal Crossing, which I hate saying. Yeah, they'll, they'll mix it up so everyone yeah. can get an award. Yeah. I think that's that, that that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, I think for best direction, I would I would say Last of Us Part Two for game direction. That game was like poor Neil Druckmann totally refined. To yeah, and go on the stream and accept this award, and then everyone Damn. in the chat's just going to call him mean names. Yeah. yeah, I hate that. Remember, I, I always talk about it, but when Eric and I saw him at the PSX in 2016. At that time, he looked like tired and defeated, and then that was before Last of Us Two even was announced. And like, I can't imagine how he's feeling now. Hours before it was announced, really. I would, I wouldn't be surprised if he. I mean, he just got promoted, so. But I, I wouldn't oh, be surprised yeah, if did. he kind of goes like hands off with game development now and kind of does more of what Evan Wells oh, did for a while before yeah. what he, before he left. Or well, like Bruce Herman Jordan, Holst not. or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, cause Bruce for a while was still working at Naughty Dog, but was way more in a director's role. And I think he. Had, he he Bruce left took eventually. maternity leave or something. Yeah, well, he, he, he stepped whatever. back and started doing more of like a administration role, and then he took maternity leave, and then he just never came back. Yeah. Um, and I, I honestly, I could see something similar happening to Druckmann, where he kind of takes more of a backseat to Naughty Dog and just kind of runs their day-to-day business and stuff like that. Kind of yeah, takes I, a I think step it's back important. from being a creative. And Bring new creative voices leaves. in. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think I think he's probably you know he probably doesn't After want to be in the limelight too, as yeah. much as he's been because he is a game developer at heart. Like that's what he does, and most game mm-hmm. developers really don't like being the center of attention. Yep, great yep. point. Love the man. And we're moving on to game of the year. Finally, recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across <laughs> all creative and technical fields. Oh, Doom man. Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and Last of Us Part Two. Just based on that uh, definition, the fact that Animal Crossing is probably going to win this yeah. really makes me sad. 
That's so weird, right? Yeah. Based off what they said. Best experience across all creative and technical fields. Yeah, creative. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah, and it's like it's not, and I'm, I don't want to sit here and talk shit on Animal Crossing because I know a lot of people love it. And it's I've earned it, and it's it's, it's totally it. it's very a pretty. It's a cute game. It's fun. Like it's distracting. Like I totally get why people love it. But Animal Crossing New Horizons is very much Animal Crossing New Leaf and is very much whatever Animal sure, Crossing yeah. came before that. It's Animal Crossing. And like, I don't think that's a bad thing. People love Animal Crossing, but I don't think it does anything all that different creatively. And technically, I can for sure say that that game is a fucking piece of mess when it comes to like playing with friends <laughs> and uh, the whole one island per switch. Like, that's like the opposite of technical yeah. achievement. But me. you're forgetting, you're forgetting the beginning of 2020 COVID quarantine. Everyone <laughs> having me and Eric and Garrett all like trying to steal each other's fruit like that game was a fucking nightmare for weeks we we were all about it yeah. i can't i can't deny that time period of this year was memorable and like totally. i don't know i feel like and then fucking norm no offense and excuse my language but like normies and like people that don't even play games are hitting me up like come to my island i'm like bro i'm not playing that shit anymore <laughs> yeah people yeah, are very Brie larson keeps wanting it. me to come to her island yeah yeah, not, not for me. I played it for like a couple months. I caught all the fish I could before the new season. And I was like, wait, you're telling me I have to wait a real month to catch new fish? And <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, yeah. I understand the idea of coming a game you can come back to every day in real time. But also, like, that totally doesn't appeal to me. You're talking to someone well, for who us, spent, like, till 2.30 in the morning last week doing maxing out my business minigame in Yakuza. Like I, right, if, that's what I'm saying. Like for, for people like us, we have to move on and play other things. We just have to. <laughs> There's so many other things. Yeah, I definitely, I, I think, I, I really would love if Ghost of Tsushima won Game of the Year. Everybody won Fan Game of the Year. I think that's uh, enough, today. honestly, for the developers yeah. for Sucker Punch, because that's a big win. I mean, having a yeah. bunch of fans say that they loved your yeah, game. I would, I would be shocked if Last of Us Part Two won this. Me too. I would be totally shocked. I would be shocked. I, I think I, it's. I think it deserves it. To it, me, it's. But, yeah, yeah, me too. I think. Yeah, yeah. I would. I, I. I definitely do think people are going to go for Animal Crossing. I can't say what my personal game of the year is because. I think Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has a good chance to be that. So I can't really say. But out of these games. I I love I lo- I don't know I really I would probably it would I cannot honestly choose <laughs> I like I have I love them all the really much the same yeah uh, I, I I I can't say which one I this. like more than we the other cl- we can start the conclusion here of the Game Awards episode uh, what are what are each of your personal favorite games of the year so far I would Richard, say a Eric, bunch whoever. of these games that are on I would say a bunch of these games really let me pull just up one GG to what's see your favorite man played in twenty twenty. What's your what's your what's the number one? I've as played forty eight games according to my GG in twenty twenty. Um, most of them twenty twenty games. Some a little bit of backlog stuff. Uh, man, of this Eric, list, Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta say, say of this FIFA twenty one. Yeah, uh, what I'm looking at, it's probably Yakuza <laughs> like a dragon, and that might be Whoa. because it's, it's the most recent game I've played. Um, and yeah. I love The Last of Us, don't get me wrong. That game is one of my favorite games of all time. Like, I, I think, like you said, I think it deserves Game of the Year. I think it could easily win. But personally, like, I didn't have fun playing The Last of Us, which I don't think I was yeah. supposed to, you know? Like, yeah. it's not a fun game. It's a very sad, a very emotional journey, and I enjoyed every minute of it. But, man, Yakuza, especially in the time we're in right now, with 2020 being a shithole of a year and just everything going on, Yakuza has seriously been a shining like dot of brightness this year for me personally like playing yakuza zero for the first time and falling in love with the franchise and then immediately jumping into yakuza kiwami and then just absolutely like 
crazy anticipation for Yakuza Like a Dragon that I'd never thought I'd ever have for a JRPG in my life, uh, let alone a series that's been around for 15 years and I just played, you know, a month ago. But I like Yakuza is so special and I know a lot of people haven't played it and just the series in general because it is very much not a Western series. It's not very popular here, but it is so like it's the pinnacle of telling a serious story, but not taking yourself too seriously. Like it knows it's still a video game. And I think that's mm. so special because very few games hit that tone as well as Yakuza does. And yeah, mm. that's my, well that's my Yakuza hour. There you go. There it is. <laughs> I, I would, I don't know. Like I really cannot until I play cyberpunk. I really can't say, but I do remember I did have great times playing all these games. Do you wish Miles? You said you wished miles was up here. Yeah. Because it's one of those games that I really, really enjoyed this year. It was like probably the best launch game I've ever played. I'm surprised, Most, yeah, to be completely honest, yeah. that it's not in the I let, it's, I'm cra- it's crazy that how much it's so much better than, like, Marvel, Sp- like, Spider-Man 2018. 100%. It's, I agree. Totally. Yeah. I totally agree. And, again, I loved Marvel, Spider-Man 2018. Oh, yeah. I platinum it's, it. it's a great yeah, game. Yeah, me too. I platinum it. I've now platinum the remastered, too, but I cheated, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, it, it's... It literally took everything from Spider-Man 2018 and just made it better. It cut it cut the fat. It got rid of all the stupid mini games. It really just kind yeah, of gave yeah, you yeah. all the Spider-Man stuff you love with some new powers. Like the Venom powers in Miles Morales are so perfect. I can't even imagine now whatever the next Spider-Man game is playing Peter again because I'm not gonna have those Venom powers. Like that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Those Venom powers are dope and and like and like straight combat like. Made the game so much more fun. The hip hop, come on! Too. They won me with the hip hop. Oh god! Yeah. All the music in that game, like all seriously, the beats. The, the how's side that not? How's that not best best score in music? How's that not? Oh, well said, Eric. Racist category. <laughs> Racist. No hip hop. <laughs> all rap, yeah, no crap, or what was it? Shout out all to rap, the, no crap. Boss to, radio. How did the side mission where you where you literally sample beats not get a shout out? That was awesome, dude. That was so cool. Like getting the the fairy, the Staten Island fairy's horn. It's such a cool idea of collectibles yeah. in a game. And then, have you guys beat the game? Yep. Yeah, I beat it. Okay, yep. okay. Both so, have you done like the post game stuff with the postcards? What are the post? Oh, with the oh, oh with getting from your yeah, like your, your mom dad. does a scavenger hunt for you because it's your birthday. Oh no, yeah, 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 I did do that. You yeah. haven't done it yet, Jordan? Okay, well, no, I'm not no, gonna I say anything. I just beat it over the weekend. Okay, well, you it's you could literally do all like five. I think there's five or six of them in like thirty minutes. You should 100% do it, man. It is one. What are, of the most do I just have to go to the house? Uh, so no, you just once you load into the game after beating it, um, like when you get to the open world moment again, where it kind of just drops you into the world again, um. It, you'll get a call from your mom and she'll be like, oh, I set up a scavenger hunt for you. Like, happy birthday, Miho. Like, all that stuff. Um, Miho. <laughs> and, uh... Happy birthday, she, your Belinda. Yeah, yeah, dude. My, my your Belinda Spanish. Uh, <laughs> and, uh... It's it's such a beautiful... Like, I don't want to spoil the hook, but it's so good. Hell yeah. I'm excited. And you gotta, you gotta check it out because it's one of the best. I think literally that the postcard moment and then the collecting the samples are two of my favorite like side missions in games this year. They're so perfect and they're so Spider-Man. Uh-huh. 100%. I, I'm super excited. I gotta go into that probably tonight. I'll probably do that tonight, honestly. Go ahead and give my mom a little yeah. kiss on the forehead. <laughs> uh, I guess that's all. That's it. We did them all. We did, we did, all, we did it all. We went over... All these silly categories. We skipped the best uh, 
We best we, we we skipped a bunch of these stupid esports sections. Content creators. <laughs> no, I have no idea who these people are. Hey man, this year's been crazy. Movies have been hard to come by. I mean, we had uh, the American Pickle yeah. or whatever that was called. But um, uh, games have always the Oscars been there. are going. The Oscars are still happening. Uh, we found out uh, somehow. recently that I, I don't know somehow. How. Not sure what movies are going to be nominated. Sonic uh, the Sonic Hedgehog. Hedgehog, Wonder Hedgehog. Woman eighty four. Wonder Woman, I, who said, who knows? I've never <laughs> been so unexcited to watch a movie than I am to watch Wonder Woman 1984. And that's like totally, like, I loved Wonder Woman, the original yeah, one. I loved I'm totally excited. Work, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but the trailers, I don't know what it is about Wonder Woman 1984. I'm like not excited for it all. Uh, I don't like that they brought back Steve Trevor. I can't wait to see what dumb reason they use that he's still alive. He um, was frozen in the ice like Captain America. Yeah. You guys like that, right? <laughs> His plane crashed and he and he got frozen. It's like, oh god. And it's just I I can't wait to see what dumb. Like I think Cheetah's going to be cool. Like that's a cool villain to have. I like uh Pedro Pascal's the villain too, right? He's playing one of the dudes. Yep. 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 So like yep. it's a good yeah. cast. I'm sure it's going to be a good movie, but I'm really excited they're putting it on HBO Max cuz then I can just watch it on Christmas and not have to leave my house. All I know is I'm going to have Pedro Pascal fatigue soon because I'm watching Narcos 2 and Mandalorian, now fucking Wonder Woman. Well, he's awesome, he really though. in Mandalorian, though? Like, you never see his face. But I know it's him. <laughs> he was in the, he's going to be on the last episode. I, I'm totally had, not caught up, by the way, on Mandalorian. Just, no spoilers, just but apparently in real life he had a, some issue with Disney and, like, he refused to work. Like, he walked off a set, I think, and they're like, well, good thing Mando wears a helmet. <laughs> they just... <laughs> has somebody yeah, else i mean well they have like a stunt double too that wears the armor most of the time yeah. like it's not yeah. even pedro pascal in the armor a lot of the time from i guess it's just I his voice year. it's just his voice when i hear it he's awesome yeah. though i like him I know no i do too I, mandalorian i enjoyed the first season i don't love it as much as a lot of people did um but i thought it was good i watched the first two episodes of the season so far and it feels a lot more star wars i'm just kind of letting it pile up so i can watch it that. all at once yeah. Well, everybody, it's been it's been it's been uh, a little bit. You know, it's I cannot say that I'm excited for four hours of the Game Awards because I'll be I'll be playing Cyberpunk. Really, I I honestly am gonna get a headache during the Game Awards. There's so many. There's gonna be so many and. There's going to be so many stupid announcements. Christopher Nolan's going to be out there yelling and screaming drunk, you know. I can't wait to see why Christopher Nolan. It's going to it's going to be crazy that like or that Jeff Keighley has has organized this whole thing virtually through Zoom. Do you guys think so it I, works? I, it, oh, oh yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I, I I can't wait to see the bug like what happens like fucking <laughs> Can you imagine Christopher Nolan leaves his mic on? Oh my god! <laughs> and he just starts going on like uh, just a crazy tirade. Fucking Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers! Like, like I wonder, yelling. I gotta wonder, was he going because of a Warner Brothers engagement, and now he's totally just gonna blow I, it? Like, do you think he's gonna say some shit? Maybe, man. I think. Oh, you know what? Probably happened. They probably already recorded it. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah, it's probably a pre-recorded thing. They're gonna I do like an E3, yeah. like an E3 thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of this stuff is going to be pre-recorded. There are a lot of celebrities this year at the Game Awards, which I find not not weird because not like celebrities aren't allowed to like video games, but I feel like we should be celebrating people in the industry. Like I don't. Brie, what Brie Larson's an epic gamer, dude. She loves. Uh, come on, I, I love Brie Larson, so you know. I, mean, I, won't, I, won't be, uh, I won't be talking shit on Brie Larson. But, hey, man, uh, I love Brie Larson too. Uh, no, I'd Brie, but she's an epic gamer, guys. <laughs> she, you know, she's like, she's she in was the on gaming Animal culture Talking. Now. 
Yeah. <laughs> she was in one of my favorite movies of all time, Free Fire. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love that oh, movie. Oh, I thought it's you were going to say Captain Marvel. I don't like Captain Marvel, but I like Brie Larson. I cried in Room no, many I don't, times. I don't, I don't, I, I don't I, like Captain Marvel either, really. I, I cried in Room many a times. My boy Jacob I just want Trembler. Brie Larson to punch me in the face. Hey, man. Mm. I'd I pay to see it. <laughs> she does live in L.A. All you got to do is drive around long enough. Maybe you'll see it. She'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then y'all go, hey, Brie Larson, punch me in the face, because that, that'll go over well. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, everybody. We appreciate you listening. We'll see you. See you next week. We'll have we'll have a show next week. It's gonna go big, 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 big. So <laughs> it's gonna go big. It's gonna go, it's gonna go big. Go, it's gonna go big. <laughs> so we'll see you later. Bye guys. Thanks, Richard. Bye.